Welcome to the Joe Ciccarelli Show, where I coach and inspire you to live your very best life, one step at a time. Hey guys, welcome to episode number five of the Joe Ciccarelli Show, Weight Loss and Accountability with Nat, or as the Scottish say, Natalie. Uh, we've talked about doing this for a little while. Natalie's my wife, and we've talked about doing this for a little while. Just getting a little, uh, a little Q and A going. Uh, I talk about it when I start the episode, but essentially, there's Natalie doesn't come from a life coaching background or major, major self development background, and so a lot of the stuff I do, she would always ask me questions about. We kind of thought, hey, listen, I bet a lot of other people that don't necessarily come from that same background have a lot of the have a lot of the same questions. And we started this and we, we created this episode today to just simply do that. Nat asked Nat asked me some questions and I give some answers that I think will be useful to you guys. What is a life coach? How is it different from therapy? So on and so forth. And then towards the end we really dive into um, some of the stuff on our personal life. And obviously we, we try and keep it actionable. Actually, there's some really good stuff you can take out of that if you're interested in uh, weight loss and accountability, and that's kind of why I named the episode that. But I think it's it's sort of a wide ranging different topics with different questions. And if you're interested in life coaching uh, or what to learning more about what life coaching is, and certainly more about yourself and your self development, I think uh, Nat Nat does a good job of kind of bouncing around and asking me some good some good questions. In the future, we will certainly. Um, we would like to open this up to other people so you guys could send in some questions if you have them and she could ask them on your behalf or something like that, but more to come on that. The last thing I wanted to let you know, uh, again, just another thank you to you folks that are kind of following and listening. Great feedback. I get the... great text after each episode. This was great. Really enjoyed it. Uh, do me a favor, guys. Share it. If you guys like it and you're really enjoying it, share it with others. That's the way this thing grows. That's the way we can kind of work together to help more people. If you're finding it beneficial, other people will as well. So do me a favor on the next one. When you go to send me a text, please send that text. I absolutely love it. Keeps me invigorated. But share it with someone else that you might think it's interesting. Share it on Facebook. Share it on LinkedIn. Uh, share it on Instagram. Really appreciate you guys' help. Hope you enjoy the episode today. And um, yeah, talk to you soon. Hey guys, thanks for joining today. Always good to have you. Today's an interesting episode. I have my wife, Natalie. I've talked about her quite a bit in the in the podcast and she's going to join me today. And uh, we're going to focus on a couple things. The first one is just some general Q&A. Natalie is what I would consider a, a normie. Um, I just made that up right this second, but it's it's she's a normal person, just like a, a lot of you guys that listen. She doesn't have the coaching background I do, and sometimes I get caught up in my own uh, in my own greatness, and I just think that everyone understands all the stuff I talk about, and how can anyone not want a life coach? And Natalie bring does a great job of bringing me back to earth and just trying to help me formulate my messages for like quote unquote normies, normal people that don't know all the stuff about life coaching and don't have all the background. And the goal of today's episode was for her to just ask me questions that would come from someone that doesn't necessarily know a lot about life coaching with the essential of why would I want to hire a life coach? And she's going to ask some particular questions. And then also, I think we might talk a little bit about uh, 
a couple actionable. We always want to bring some action, and I'll try and answer the questions in an actionable way, but also some actionable stuff around uh, some of the stuff that Natalie's made changes for. She's she's done uh, she's done a lot. She's moved to the U.S. about eight nine months ago and has done done a lot in her life, and a lot of that's been um, as she's she'll talk about here in a minute. Just some of the changes she's made in her life just through. Uh, <clears throat> small, actionable things. And we'll get into that today. Anyway, I'm going to let Nat talk for a second here and then we'll, we'll, um, I'm going to pass it over to you and I'll let you chat and then you can kind of start, start, start off with the first question. Hey, yeah. So I just thought it would be quite fun to come on and, and do a podcast with Joe because I'm sure there's a lot of my family and friends at home, like thinking what even is a life coach that's such an American thing and probably just cannot relate at all to to what coaching is and what a life coach does um so yeah I thought it'd be good to come and ask some questions um and yeah I don't know if should I just start and and hit out the first question so um yeah just in a kind of easy short way what exactly is a life coach and how does a life coach differ from a therapist uh, and before I hop in, I guess we should have started here. Uh, and if you haven't realized it yet, Natalie is not from the United States of America. Back home to her is Scotland. We met overseas. Uh, we both lived in Dubai and we got married, did the visa thing, and now she lives here with me. And don't hold the Scottish accent against her. Answer to the first question, what is a life coach? Uh, a life coach is someone that helps people live a better life. That's the simplest way of doing it, right? If you're interested in getting your body in great shape, you would hire a personal trainer. If you're interested in diving, and I'll talk a little bit more about this in a second, if you're interested in really understanding your your past or specific things that created you and the way you are today, that would be a great topic to bring to a therapist. If you're interested in anything involving making changes in your life, a life coach is great for that. And there's a lot of different types of life coaches. There's coaches that focus on health and wellness. There's coaches that focus on career change. There's coaches that focus on professional development. And there's coaches that focus on anything that you can come up with. Uh, it gets very, very niche, niche, niche. Uh, and we talk in... so. For me, my focus is more on the people that are trying to make changes in their life, specifically around um, self-limiting beliefs. I've talked a lot about the saboteur, and in the last episode, you guys learned a little bit about that. And my, my focus is really helping people that want to make big change and want to do big things. And a lot of that oftentimes ends up back in the, back in the business world, or I want to start a business, I really want to start a, a little side gig, or I want to take my job or my business to the next level, but it, it also could be very much so wellness. I want to change my, uh, I want to change my weight. I want to get in better shape. I, I want to meet someone, but any of that that really involves, which most change does self-limiting beliefs. That's where, that's where I kind of focus, uh, my particular coaching and how it differs from therapy. And I, I kind of mentioned that therapy dives in most cases, and I can't speak to all cases. I'm, I'm not a therapist, but I've been to therapy. Therapy oftentimes dives deep into why you are the way you are. And in a short way, it tries to fix people. Coaching, I don't need to fix anyone. Anyone that I coach, and if you listen to any of my recorded coaching that I've put up on here, all the answers are within. You guys have all the answers to everything you need to do. And what a coach does is help ask questions and help 
point you in a direction that allows you to realize your own potential and get out of your own way and then hold you accountable to stay out of your own way. Where therapy might dive deep and try and figure out, oh, here's why I am the way I am or here's why I act the way I am. I say I don't really give a shit why you are the way you are. I don't give a shit why you act the way you act. I give a shit about how you want to act moving forward and how we can create a system that holds you accountable to act that way going forward. That's my answer. Good answer. And it kind of um, answers some of my next question, but I'll still ask it. Um, And also, I mean, I just think it's, I think there's more awareness now um, of people who are interested in mental health. You know, there's a lot of campaigns about mental health and, and things like that. And I think people are becoming more aware and want to work on themselves more um to you know just be in a better mindset and be more positive and and live a more positive better life so um yeah I feel like there's more interest in this space right now um so yeah like my next question was who should get a life coach um I feel like not everyone will um not everyone's going to gain from a life coach you know what what kind of person is your ideal candidate for for you uh, yeah, it's another good question. I, in as a new coach and any new coach, I'll say this: when you start out, you really you you take anyone that looks at you, and um, you learn so much in that. You learn the type of people you want to work with, and the type of people that maybe you don't. For me, the biggest thing is I found uh, I like to work with people kind of like me. And I consider myself very ambitious. Uh, I'm willing to get out of my comfort zone. I don't mind getting uncomfortable uh, as long as I know that there's a there's a there's a prize on the other side and there's, is there, there's an opportunity to learn and grow and I'm willing to put in the work. And I, th- I think, well, you might not to be, you certainly don't need to be the most ambitious person in the whole world or ready to work a hundred hours a week. Cause I, I certainly don't want those things. You need to want to change. And some people are very comfortable in their space. And I've said this before, um, you can lead a, a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And that's so relevant in the coaching industry. You have someone that's like, yeah, sure, I'll try coaching. And you show up and it's like, well, what do you want coaching on today? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and I work with a lot of people like that and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and that might work well for some coaches is you can spend a whole session figuring out what's wrong and what you need to fix. But as I just mentioned, that's not really my space. The people that I work with, they uh, I send out a little pre- pre-form before our meetings and they just fill out a couple questions and it comes to me. And these people are, they're ready to go. They're organized. What was your accountability from the last session? Here's what my, my accountability, here's what I did, here's what I learned, and here's what I want to focus today. And the people that I love coaching, and I think the people that do the best in coaching are people that are like really enjoy it uh, and are come, come into these sessions like a bat out of hell. And I think that's... Um, again, speaks a little bit to people that should see Joe Ciccarelli as a life coach more than just generally. But I think generally speaking, if you want to make change in your life, if you want to focus on changing your mindset, if you want to become a different person, if you want to figure yourself out in terms of what you want and what's holding you back, and you're willing to do the work, I think that's really the key is you need to be willing to do the work. You don't go to a life coaching session and gain a bunch of insight, which you will. Again, I'll point back, if you listen to my last recorded session, there was significant amount of insight for that client in that session. Wow, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. But if you really want to make change, you need to work outside the session. And as a coach, I tell people and other coaches will as well, 
if you're willing to do this, the biggest change comes outside the session. We're going to uncover some stones and then we're going to put you to work in between the one, two, or three or four weeks until we meet again. And during that time, a lot of stuff is going to come up and uh, you're going to grow as an individual. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I actually went to see a life coach many, many years ago when I was still living in Dubai. I don't know what first attracted me to to go for a life coach. I don't know. I was at a weird place in life. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do next. Um, and I went for the the free session. Um, I didn't end up going back. I guess it wasn't the right the right fit for me at the time. Um, but yeah, I guess if you have to have some kind of interest in self development, I mean, I own a copy of The Secret. I'm kind of like, you know, <laughs> I've got the power, all, all these kind of books. I am sad to find it quite interesting. Um, I think for me, I am, it's really interesting, you know, being married to a coach and someone who's super into self-development because I kind of learn from it as well. Um, for example, Joe's last episode talking about the saboteurs. For me, that was so interesting. Um, when I did, there's a saboteur assessment. So I think we'll be able to put it in, in a link somewhere so you guys can do it. It's really, really interesting. I've sent it to all my friends and family and everyone that does it. It's like, wow, that's like, you know, it describes them. Um, and yeah, when I did that and I, I realized my saboteur, which was a stickler, so my biggest saboteur is a stickler. Um, it just completely just described, it, it helped me understand why I react in certain ways. And especially in the, like my workplace, um, there'd be certain times I'd be getting stressed out about things or annoyed about things. Um, and when I did that assessment, so for example, some of the characteristics of a of a stickler is, um, you know, punctual, um, can be irritable, a strong need for self-control, works overtime to make up for others, is highly sensitive to criticism. And that just explained a lot for me. So even just knowing that um, just kind of helped me just be aware. And then I can be like, wait that that's a stickler that's why I'm getting annoyed at this and just to kind of take a step back um so my a question for you is is so once I did this assessment and I've realized my biggest saboteur what would be the next step uh yeah that's a great question and uh, of course, if I'm doing a podcast on actionable, then we need to have some action when we when when we have insight. Uh, the a saboteur assessment that Nat's referring to, I will put in the show notes of this, and you guys will have access to it. And I'll do a lot more talking about that. There is a and just to give it a little bit of background because I didn't talk much about it in the last episode. The last episode I focused on, focused on one universal saboteur, and the way saboteurs work is there's a universal one called the judge. Everyone has it, and it impacts everyone. And then we have what are sidekick or accomplice saboteurs and those are different for people and that's why you take the assessment to see which ones are relevant for you Nats is stickler that's a big one for her and I think she had a little bit of pleaser too right mm-hmm. whereas for me the the side um, the side ones are controller I try and control stuff and hyper achiever hyper achiever is I'm always just trying to achieve stuff and always looking what can I achieve next what can I do next and um, I talked about this in the last episode with the difference between judging and discernment. I just want to touch on it quickly because Nat had initially asked me this question. Stickler, when you hear punctual, when you hear me hyperachiever trying to achieve stuff, that sounds good, right? But it's it comes down to not the not as much the um, 
not as much what the action, but it's what propels the action. And I talked about that in the last episode, and I'll talk about that more. I'm not going to go into it now, but I just want to make that clear that these saboteurs are always a bad thing, but the action you get from them isn't always a bad thing. But if you can find that same action from a better place without beating yourself up, that's certainly the way you want to, you want to approach it. In terms of action, I talked again about this in the last episode. It's the same action that you have with the judge. And the most powerful thing you can do, which is kind of, feels kind of like this isn't enough, but it actually is certainly to start out. And there is more. But at this point in the game, what I want people to focus on when they learn about their saboteurs is two things. Number one, you are not your saboteur. That's such a massive breakthrough for people. And you hear it, and you're like, yeah, of course I'm not. But actually realize that. These are voices in your head. They're not who you are as a person. You are separate from that. And when you can begin to see that separation, you can realize, wow, if I'm not that, per- if I'm not that then that's not me. And I don't necessarily need to be that way. And uh, hopefully that makes sense. And then the second thing you can do is when it does come up, so I think the first thing is very much just general. Just know that. Remember that. And when that saboteur voice comes up, when uh, you're sitting in work and someone does something that's below your standards and you feel like, oh, God, um, what are they doing? I can't believe they didn't do this. And the stickler comes running out. All you have to say is, oh, God, that's not me getting annoyed. That's the stickler. There goes the stickler again, and you can even name it, right? You saw that in to in my recorded coaching episode. We named that client saboteur, Mr. Jones. Here comes Mr. Jones, and that can be a personifying a saboteur. It can be very powerful. Simply put, just naming it separates you from it, and it's just that's massive. That's huge. If if you can do that for a day, for a couple of days, that's literally going to change your life because you're just gonna. It, it, it's it's. It's amazing what you can do by just being aware of it and just labeling it. And that's all you need to do. It's so simple. Uh, but the problem is you label it and then 35 seconds later it comes up again and then it comes up again. And that's the that's the hard part, right? And I can tell you this today and that's shaking her head. She understands it, but you actually have to do the work. If you want to change and you want to beat that saboteur, you have to do the work. I, I can't sit there in your ear, although I, <laughs> I have some great ideas in the future for ways I can maybe sit in your ear a little bit more and help. But for right now... I can't be there all the time and um, telling you, hey, remember, that's not your that's not your voice. And that's where you guys need to be willing to put in the work and be disciplined and say, hey, I want a better life and here's how I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, now that, now that I know about this, this stickler, there's so many times that it comes up and even you, you go, nah, that's the stickler. And it just helps me take a step back. I mean, it comes up in so many different parts of my life. Um, I mean, even like so stickler, I like to stick by the rules. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. I'm very kind of, um, I mean, literally even when I'm driving. So I just recently learned to drive. Um, even things for me like, you know, you can turn right on red here. That just feels so unnatural to me because it's like, but it's a red light that, that that feels like I'm breaking the rules and you know or, or like for example like in the supermarket when you have um the line that you know 10 items or less there's no way that I would ever stand in that line with 11 items and I'm, I'm just I just very much stick by the rules whereas Joe's very different from that and and so sometimes when and I'll get frustrated and I'll get annoyed and it's just to be basically take a step back and be like you know what that's my stickler that's the stickler coming out relax it's okay um and that that definitely helps just knowing that it's there and addressing it and and it just kind of yeah it helps helps to to know last thing I want to talk about is accountability so what is accountability and why is that important to your clients 
Yeah, that's a big reason uh, a lot of people initially get attracted to coaching is accountability, someone to hold me accountable. And I've learned, as like we all do when we do stuff for a while, we learn. I've learned a lot about that too. And uh, I mean, the immediate answer to that is very simple, right? It's it's something that someone to hold you accountable, and you develop all this insight in a meet in a in a session. It's like, okay, what are you going to do with it? And uh, in my podcast lot, it's I talk about that, right? Okay, great, Joe, you've given us all this information. What do we do? And the next step is take action. And the and the thing about action is in a good coaching session, action should be scary. It should be, and certainly in mine, I want action to be something that kind of excites you and scares you. That's where I want the action to land, right? And the scary part of that means if you know that you need to let me know when you do it or you commit to do this by a certain date and you know that there's someone looking over your shoulder waiting for you to do it, it's oftentimes very helpful for the for the client to be the push that they need in the next direction. Now, with that said, and this is kind of my, my learning is I'm like, uh, uh, okay, let's just give me everything. Let me kill myself and do this and do that. And that's not sustainable. And the real key to proper accountability is finding it, is finding the right balance between getting out of the comfort zone a little bit, but not going too far. Change in as much as we hate to admit it, and this is why I keep boomeranging any of this stuff back to you guys. Change takes time. It's not something that you're going to, you're not going to change your life in a coaching, in a, in one coaching or listening to one episode. But what you can do is bring the insight to move you in the right direction. But change takes time. And the key with accountability is if you can get, you can identify in coaching where you want to go and then take small steps to there throughout the process, that can be incredibly useful. And that's something that we've, we've done a lot in our lives. And we've talked about that here. Uh, uh, and even the weight loss thing. I mean, do you want to talk a little bit about how we've kind of made small changes in some of the weight loss stuff? And this is um, this is a great real life example because, as I mentioned, Natalie's someone who's who's hasn't really used a coach, and she's probably wanted to make some of the changes she's made for years. And doing it together has been helpful. But um, I guess approaching the problem from a different perspective is probably really what ultimately allowed you to make the changes you wanted to make. Yeah, I think um, learning about accountability and, and using that. So people go to Weight Watchers and weight loss groups and I think they say something like they're five times more likely to lose weight if you're you're part of these groups. And I think the reason for that is because you're being held accountable. You're going there, you're getting weighed in front of people, you're, you, you have someone to to prove to that you, you're making changes. So when we decided on New Year's Day that that was our New Year's resolution that we were going to stop basically eating M&M's every night. <laughs> um, we were addicted to M&M's. Literally, we would go to CVS and the, the lady that works in there knows us as Mr. and Mrs. M&M. Like they actually call us that. That's how addicted we were. But we said, "Hey, we're going to we're going to stop this. This we're we're living a really unhealthy life right now. We're eating like since Thanksgiving, we were just eating so much. I'd put on a lot of weight. I was excited to be in the US and try all the different flavors of M and M's, um, all this American candy that um was really exciting to me. Uh, but you know, I'd put on some weight, and we decided, okay, we're going to stop. But being a chocoholic, I couldn't just stop." 
you know and, and not have any dessert ever again and it's those small changes that really helped so just to say right we're not going to eat M&Ms anymore and that was the first the first stop or like not first change you know not having chocolate every weekend still having other desserts or still having our, our nachos or the odd takeaway and then from that okay now I'm only going to eat um dessert twice a week instead of three times uh and then going from that from you know I only ever eat a salad you know I'm, I'm going to have five salads a week that's that's my goal and Joe's going to hold me accountable to that that I'm going to have five salads a week and from that it then went to I eat seven salads a week I have a salad every single lunch and then from yeah so these small changes and over time you just add more and just having someone that I need to kind of I feel is like it's a little bit of a competition with me and Joe you know I don't want to tell him yeah I had some chocolate at work or you know we were ordering pizza at work and I had some so having that helps so you know I've now lost 17 pounds and it started from small changes and from you know being held accountable having to report back and say you know, this is what I had and we do it together. I know that's easier because, you know, we live together and, and Joe's my husband and it's easier. But I just mean it's it's having someone that you have to report to and, and tell tell them what you did. I think that's what really helps. And this weight loss for me, I've, I've always wanted to lose weight and I've lost it and put it back on. And this time I just feel like it's really different. It's more like a lifestyle um, I'm in a habit now this is me like hi I'm Natalie I used to be a chocoholic I'm a recovering chocoholic and really that's that's what I am I, I, I used to be so addicted and and just from all these little small changes over time to now be where I am I mean I make avocado desserts now <laughs> like you know we had an avocado pie yesterday um, instead of bags of M&Ms so yeah I just think that really helps of course it definitely helps that Joe's very motivated as well but even in terms of learning about my uh, saboteur that helped like I didn't used to like going to the gym and I still don't like going to the gym luckily the gyms are closed now so I don't need to go but I learned that I prefer home workouts and one of the big reasons for that was my saboteur would be there saying oh, you can't do that properly. People are watching you and looking at you and you can't do that. They're judging you. You don't belong there. Like I went to one yoga class. My sister-in-law as a yoga instructor got us free passes. I went once because I just felt like, mm, I don't belong here. I'm not good at this. I'm not good enough. Like I need to be better than everyone else at this. So, so now I just do workouts in the comfort of my own home. And that's something that's helped me on on this weight loss journey. So yeah, I just thought it'd be good to talk about that and how that helped me yeah the that's there's a lot of truth to that and i think what was interesting when i heard the avocado dessert uh a lot of my listeners here are in the new england area that's that's where i'm from and one of the uh i listened to an interview from tom brady and i still have a weird feeling in my stomach when i say his name because i'm just going to miss him so much this season but one of the things, obviously, we all know Tom Brady and who he is and what he's been able to accomplish and his diet. He talks about his diet and he has avocado ice cream. And when they asked him about like, that was the first question, you eat avocado ice cream. And the thing he said, he's like, it doesn't start there. 
And that really resonated with me and it even more so does now when we look at anyone that makes change. And uh, it doesn't start at avocado ice cream. It starts at just saying, I'm going to stop eating M&Ms. I'm still going to eat other dessert. Or, okay, great. I, I did that for a couple weeks. Now what happens is your confidence starts to build up. I just did that. Okay, you know what? Now I'm going to eat. Um, now I'm going to only have dessert two days a week. And I'm going to try five salads a week. And then you do that and your confidence builds up. And like Nat said, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. We were talking about it today. Last night, it was a Saturday night. And we had uh, honey glazed salmon with kale and broccoli. And it was actually fantastic. We, we really enjoyed it. And I, the goal here isn't to say, hey, here's how great we are. The goal is that like, we're normal people. We, if you saw, we were literally Mr. and Mrs. M&M walking around in CVS. And because we made small changes... And we didn't worry about on day one. If you told us on day one, and I can say this especially for Natalie, for me, um, I maybe have higher aspirations at the time. But if you told Natalie at day one, hey, in five months, you're going to be eating salmon for dinner. You won't touch M&Ms. You'll be having a couple homemade desserts a week. You'll be eating salads every day. And you'll be working out three, three or four times a week. She'd laugh in your face and say, absolutely no way in hell. And now here she is. And now we're talking about... Um, more changes we can make and not because, but because it's, the more you do it, the more you realize that it's actually a better way of life. And that's really the key to change and the key to about the key to accountability is identifying what's doable, but what also is going to be uncomfortable. It did suck to give up M&Ms right away. That wasn't fun. There are Saturday nights where you struggle and that's where the accountability helps. Having someone there or someone like a coach holding you accountable really, really helps. And I think that's it, right? Do you have anything? Do you, do you have anything else you want to add before we cut this puppy out? Nothing else, but they've just brought out some chocolate fudge brownie M and M's, and that is. Uh, I'm going to have to work so hard to not have any. So it's not. It's not easy. It's not like we're like, hey, I gave everything up. This is easy. It's like it's still there, still a recovering uh, chocolate. Um, but this whole journey and accountability it just helps so much and so thank you coach joe <laughs> yeah that was great thanks nat uh i hope you guys enjoyed this we're, we're, we're going to do more of this uh and what we'll do in the future is reach out to you guys and say hey what questions do you have and Nat can come on and kind of hammer me i uh, hope you guys have a great day as always thanks for tuning into the show hope you got something from this and uh i look forward to hearing from you guys soon have a great day Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the episode today. Thanks for tuning in. If you're enjoying this podcast, specifically some of the more actionable components of the advice I give on here, I wanted to make you aware of a weekly email that I've started sending out. It goes out Friday mornings. It's called Joe Chick's Weekly Tip, and it is just that. It's a weekly tip, short, quick, actionable, and a great way to just start your weekend off on the right foot. You can subscribe anywhere on my website. There's a bunch of different areas, or you can go to joechiccarelli.com forward slash subscribe and you can sign up. Look forward to hearing from you guys soon.